Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Carl Perkins, and today we are studying a Tractate Megillah, Daf Yud Dalid, page 14 of Tractate Megillah. Uh, many passages from the Talmud uh, focus on Jewish legal matters. This page uh, continues from the previous few pages in focusing on what's called Agadah, or Jewish legendary material, uh, Jewish stories and tales. Uh, in this case, it's a study of um, the Megillah, or the scroll of Esther itself, and its meaning. Um, and among the many things talked about on, on, on this particular page, I want to focus on a question that comes up very early on the page. And that question is um, why we don't recite the Psalms of Praise known as Hallel on the holiday of Purim. Uh, you know that on um, Pesach, on Passover, on Sukkot, and on Shavuot, we recite uh, Psalms 113 to 118 as part of our festival morning service. These are Psalms of Praise. And the question naturally would arise, why wouldn't you recite these wonderful Psalms of Praise in celebration of the redemption of the Jewish people uh, in, as described in the Megillah in Persia? Um, so the, the question comes up, and the question is, is put pretty forcefully. It says, you know, why, if, if, if we recite the Psalms of Hallel in celebrating the exodus from Egypt, in which we're celebrating our deliverance from slavery to freedom, why don't we recite them on a Purim when we celebrate God delivering us from death to life? Because after all, the, uh, the Edict of Haman was uh, overturned, and rather than being exterminated, we Jews survived that, that horrible uh, attempt on our lives. So there are three answers given, and um, I think these have a certain resonance to us living today in the diaspora. The first is that um, we don't recite Hallel uh, on Purim because it celebrates a miracle that took place outside of the land of Israel. Now, the response that the Talmud gives to this is, well, wait a second, we're reciting Hallel in celebration of the Exodus, and the Exodus took place outside of the land of Israel. But the response to that is, well, yeah, that, that, that's true, but um, that was before the, the Jewish people entered and settled and, and were sovereign in the land of Israel. At that time, all places uh, were, were, were certainly uh, appropriate ones uh, to celebrate a miracle taking place within them. But once the land of Israel becomes the homeland of the Jewish people, it's no longer proper to recite Hallel elsewhere. Um, but there are two other answers given that I want to share with you. The first of these is by Rav Nachman. He says uh, there really is no need to recite Hallel on Purim because we read the Megillah. And the reading of the Megillah, he claims, um, serves the same function as reciting the Psalms of Hallel because it in essence, by telling the story, we recount the praise of God. Uh, now, this is actually a very interesting response because, as uh, you may or may not know, 
the name of God is not mentioned in the Megillah. And yet, Rav Nachman claims that, that reading the Megillah is equivalent to reciting the Psalms of Hallel. That's an interesting answer. But I'm particularly intrigued by the third answer, which um, is that of Rava. Rava says the following, and, and, and just recall that Rava is a Talmudic Amora living in Babylonia. Not living in the land of Israel, living in Babylonia. He says the following. He says it makes sense to recite Hallel in celebrating the exodus from Egypt because it includes the following line. Of course, it's the first line of the, of the first psalm of Hallel. Um, it goes like this. Hallelu Abde Adonai. It says praise, meaning praise the Lord, O you servants of the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. He said this makes sense because having left Egypt, having crossed the Sea of Reeds, having you know, essentially reached the second side of that, of that uh, the watery divide between Egypt and the wilderness, the children of Israel can celebrate no longer being under the, the power or the control of Pharaoh. They're no longer avde paro. They're no longer servants of Pharaoh. They are now servants of the Lord. So it's appropriate to recite the Psalms of Hallel. But, he asks, can we really sing those words in recounting or in celebrating the Purim story? After all, at the beginning of the Purim story, the Jewish people are Abdei Ahasveros. They are the servants of Ahasveros. And even at the end, when they have been rescued and, and they are no longer at risk of extermination, they're still Abdei Ahasveros. I think this is a very profound and, and powerful uh, response suggesting that um, life in the diaspora for the Jew is not, at least according to the Talmud, at least according to this page of the Talmud, is, is not complete redemption. Jews may feel themselves to be free. They may act as if they're free, but they're not fully sovereign in their own land. And so therefore, it's not considered appropriate to say the Psalms of Hallel. I think that this little passage here um, captures in, in a very poignant way the experience of the Jews of Babylonia during the Talmudic period, but maybe it also raises questions for us living in the diaspora in the 21st century. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.